out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. Yo, what's up, y'all? It's your boy Jacob Lattimore with a question from my fans on Voice America Kids. Do you have what it takes to be America's next young superstar? If you're the ages between 8 and 12 years old, then step up to the microphone. You could win $25,000 in cash, a recording contract, and a scholarship. So make sure you get your parents' permission first, then go to www.stepuptothemicrophone.com to enter. Peace. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Stars could shine between the lines If you would let yourself go Find some place you know You can use your words, use your hands You can change the world, just pretend Express yourself, take a chance and you'll see Who you'll be It's time to express yourself, where teens talk and the world listens. Presented by Star Style Productions as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. You'll rock to an hour of adolescent fusion with your hosts, Shandara Peschel and Steven Zhao, together with the Express Yourself Star on Air team. Meet and chat with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with subjects regarding anything and everything that you want to know. Now, here's Shondara Pachau and Steven Zhao to kick off the fun. Hey there, welcome to our program, Express Yourself. We're a show by, for, and with creative young people, a platform to give teens a voice right here on the Voice America Kids Network. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions and brought to you as an outreach service of the Be The Star You Are C31 charity. I'm Chandara. And I'm Steven Zhao, and we are your teen hosts for the show. So, we've, Steven, we've been asked about how we go about hosting this show each week. People want to know if we write out everything we say or if our interviews are pre-planned, whatever, or how we well, decide I what questions Okay, I don't ask. know about you, but usually I just say whatever comes to mind. I call it like turning off my mouth filter. I mean, for the most part, it kind of works, um, which is good. But Yay. the other part of the time, you kind of end up saying the dumbest things. Okay, not always. Like what? Come on. A unicycle hockey, blonde hair, flatulence. In my defense, you brought up that last one, okay? <laughs> um, okay, you can go ahead and believe that. But anyways, She's to answer our listeners' question. She's a liar. <laughs> Sure, I am, Steven. I like to think of radio hosting as a sort of acting job. Except it's more like acting on the spot. Figuring out what to say, when to say it, and the bigger picture of what themes to cover in just 12 minutes of each segment. I mean, you could pretty much call us teen actors. Except not really. We aren't actually acting. This is our voices. Unless you want to be like those anime voice-talking people in Japan. Now, those are pretty interesting because the voices are hard to... I should stop talking again. You know what, Stephen? We are teen actors. Stop, stop being so negative. Um, but admittedly, we, our job is not quite like the job of a teen actor. So, of course, we need to learn a bit more about the lives of such teen actors, right? Today's theme will be about teen acting, bringing in teenagers from around the world and telling and they tell us about their lives as actors. 
But first, before we get to that whole business, we're always going to start off the show with one of our awesome field reporters. Courtney Chen is with us today, reporting from Danville, California, with her segment titled Book It. Welcome to the show, Courtney. Hey, guys. Did I get the city right this time? Yes, you did. I am from Danville, California. Yes. Yes. (laughs) All right. Um, Unfortunately, due to school these past few weeks, I haven't had any time to read at all. But I did happen to pick up Cynthia Bryan's book, The Business of Show Business, to flip through a little bit. And I just thought it was so fascinating. The book covers everything from personal qualities to acting unions, agents, managers, auditions, photo shoots, and everything else you could possibly think of. It quite literally is a wealth of knowledge of business, of a business that gets so stereotyped because of all the glamour and red carpet events that get publicized. Some of the chapters I thought were most applicable to us teens was children and acting and laws, information and help, which covers everything from child labor laws, number of work hours by age, the Coogan law, which governs monies, money relating to kids, legal guardianship forms, as well as how to find a legitimate coach, what to wear on auditions and creative dramatics. Another really important chapter was about recognizing scams, which is also very relevant in today's society because scams are pervasive in the movie world and children are always the first to be targeted. The book helps teach parents how to spot a scam and how to stay away. And after reading a bit of the book, I was like, I found out breaking into the acting industry is so much more difficult than people make it out to be. Of course, like with every other job that people take, you have they have to work their hardest, but after reading it, I'm beginning to feel as if becoming an actor or someone in the business is one of the hardest career paths a person could ever take, which actually is kind of funny because when I was younger, like in elementary and middle school, I wanted nothing more than to be a movie star. So it's (laughs) not just pretending to be someone else. Yeah, but like after reading this book, (laughs) I'm really glad that whim passed because I don't think I would have fared well at all. Did either of you ever want to be in the acting business at some point in time, or is that just me being weird? I always did when I was younger, but then I realized <laughs> I was horrible at memorizing lines, and then I was good at improvisation when I wasn't actually trying to act. It was just, I guess, good at it when I did little plays and stuff, but then when I did auditions, I kind of read things like a robot. <laughs> yeah, so. I, I think I was okay with the, the memorizing part, but I, I just thought I was a lot cooler than I actually was (laughs) (laughs) okay I think that might just be a girl thing then I I didn't want to be an actor but I guess part of that is because the last time I tried doing an actual acting thing I I I improv a lot so the teacher got mad at me when I picked up a desk and threw it at my friend (laughs) it wasn't in the script what was this for? It was for, a, a, like, we in class, we always do these little skits. Usually, I go over the top with it. So there was this one fighting scene. I decided to pick up a desk and pin the guy to the wall with the desk. Oh, my gosh, and then, violence. And then I kicked a chair at someone, and the chair leg broke off and actually nearly, pin, and actually nearly hit someone in the head. Oh, my God. So oh my those God. are kind of reasons why I'm not that much of an actor. But, yeah, just so you guys know. Steven is a dangerous person. Stay away. Yes. Stay away <laughs> oh from me. Wait, was that this was just... good acting. Yes. Um, was <laughs> this just for like a school thing? Because I know we do like all these like mini skits in like French and Spanish class. But when yeah, was this? It was for school. 
I didn't get expelled, so I guess I count myself lucky in that sense. <laughs> How old were you? No, this was. It depends. Okay. What? The ones depends. That I remember, okay. The ones that I remember were like last year. I did the chair incident just a couple months ago. Oh my um, god! Oh my goodness! It's not just kid actors; it's teen actors. It's it's everyone. Yeah, it's a phenomenon that's spreading throughout the world. Be careful. God. It's starting from me. Anyways, <laughs> you know the funny thing is, when I was listening to you, Courtney, I was thinking. If I took out all the words that directly had to relate with acting, such as like getting a coach and someone like that, and um, some and uh, auditions and stuff like that, I could actually picture you talking about a Walmart job or something like that. It yeah, sounded so much like a random business because you were talking yeah, about child true. labor. I was like, what? That is true, but if you think about it, it, it is like a business industry. I mean. It's just different because it's so publicized. You don't really hear people talking about the business of like a Walmart job. Of course yeah. not. <laughs> it just sounded like a business job more than an acting job, which is interesting because I never thought of acting in that sense, I guess. What would That's the world true. do without acting? Like without any kind of like what, without actors or without anybody to see in movies or anything? We would oh. have all openness and then everyone would know everything about everyone and that'd be really 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 creepy or how about if steven was the only actor ever to exist and was in every show and every movie that would not be fun that that yeah and i don't think people, not fun. everyone likes my face okay not everyone <laughs> i like your face steven it's okay and they multiplied you in movies Aww. so you're basically every character <laughs> there's a movie that was um dr strangelove apparently the main uh, person who did the did the the main person who did the acting actually acted for all three. Oh my gosh! Wow. It, this sounds like that move that other movie you told me about before, where it was sure. just really weird. I don't even remember what the was. I know some so pretty weird, weird movies. Apparently, remember, I told you about the room. Obviously, mm-hmm. that that movie has some great acting. So, you know. What else did you learn from the book, Courtney, other than the idea of the business of show business, which I have to say, that's an interesting way to put it. Show business versus show hobby. You know, you try to think of it like a hobby, but it's really just a business. It's really actually like a really big business endeavor. I don't know what yeah. I'm saying. You know the Huge book Huge money-making business. <laughs> yeah, I, that, I don't know. I feel like a lot of the, the details, it kind of went over my head because it's not really something that I pay attention to a lot. Mm-hmm. But... I was just really surprised at the fact that they don't consider it a hobby. I mean, I guess it is a hobby of the individual actors and actresses themselves, but it's actually a business. It's like their career. It's what they do for work each day. And that just never registered to me. So, Courtney, what did Cynthia's book have to do with the idea of teen acting? I know you mentioned one of the chapters mentioned it, but this today's theme is teenagers acting so do you have anything you could tell us about that it didn't really address like teens and kids specifically since the book was i guess more geared toward adults and maybe the parents so it it was telling the parents about how they should help their kids like they should support their kids if they truly do show a passion and um a talent for acting and all that but not to get completely carried away as like a show parent who thinks their kid is 
the best person ever, you know. Mm -hmm. But it does give us a good idea of what kind of job is out there, right? Just yeah. if you want to aspire to be an actor, it tells you what mm -hmm. you have to look forward to and what you have yeah. to deal with. <laughs> There's a lot of nitpicky things, though, as like I mentioned with all the the, the agents and the casting directors and the auditions and the unions. I don't even know what an acting union would do. <laughs> so confusing. Yeah, I'm already confused enough what an actual union is. So fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. All right, and now for a quick break, and when we return, we'll kick off the show with Sarah John Allen, a 21-year-old actor currently studying theater arts in college. You're listening to Express Yourself, an on-air global community where teens talk and the world listens on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm Stephen Sow. And I'm Chandara Pashal. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. It's even easier now. The Voice America Talk Radio Network has launched our mobile app for iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. Visit the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market to download the app powered by Aircast. It's free and no registration is necessary. In minutes, you could be enjoying your favorite Voice America Talk Radio host, no matter where you are, in the car, out and about, while traveling, or anytime you can't be close to your computer. Catch up on the archives you've missed or discover new shows on the spot. Search Voice America at your favorite app store. Bookworm is a show for the reader and those that should probably be reading a little more. We'll tackle the classics, the bestsellers, and the brand new works that you won't be able to put down. Your host will be combing the pages of them all and letting you know what needs to be in your personal library and what might be better reading for the bathroom. Tune in to Bookworm, airing Thursdays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. We promise that listening will be just like delving into a good... Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the fame game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the fame game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Hey everyone, thanks for staying with us here at Voice America Kids. Our program is Express Yourself, giving youth across the world a voice to be listened to. My name is Steven Zhao. And I'm Chandarapa Shaw, and we're your teen hosts. Now, for this segment, we are featuring Sarah Jean Allen, a 21-year-old actor from San Jose, California. 
She has been on stage since she was six years old and is currently studying theater arts in college. She also owns her own makeup business called Perfect Airbrush Makeup. Her goal is to make a permanent career out of acting and directing. She'll discuss the ups and downs of breaking into the industry and the importance of family support. Welcome to the show, Sarah. Hi, thank you. Hello, Sarah. So why don't you start us off by telling us about your past? How did you get into the whole acting business and what age, what events, stuff like that? Okay, well, I was about six years old and my teacher picked me as Little Red Riding Hood for just a little play we did in class. And, you know, it was just so fun ever since I got up there and performed for all the parents. I just got hooked. Dang, in-class play, huh? Shandara, I told you those do work sometimes. Oh my God. <laughs> Sorry, Sarah. We were just talking about my history of throwing chairs and nearly killing people in, in class plays. Not a good track record. <laughs> Getting too crazy. <laughs> a little bit. So, what do you love about acting, Sarah? I mean, as a six year old, you first experienced the taste of acting and what got you hooked on that? What, what, what joy do you experience out of that? I love the joy of getting up on stage or camera and just becoming a completely different person. And I can use all kinds of emotions. I can be somebody I am not. I can be crazy. I can be a complete opposite person to what I am. And I just, I love it so much. I just love performing. It's addicting. Definitely getting to put on a mask. (laughs) My question is, though, how did you balance when you were in school? How did you balance school with acting, like in high school and stuff? Well, in high school, I kind of, I was only performing for in my high school plays, such as, you know, the seasonal plays we do in high school. So that's what Mm -hmm. I was doing ongoing then. But I understand you're in college now and you're still studying theater arts. So what made you go to that position to actually pursue as a life goal, this idea of theater? Well, I decided ever since I was little, I was like, I am going to be an actress no matter what. And being in college right now, I just decided to make my major theater arts. And I love it so much because I get to be around people who have the same passions and the same creativity, which is, which is great. How are the classes like in, uh, when you major in theater arts? Like, what do you end up learning? What do you do on a daily basis? Well, the classes, it's funny because these acting classes that I go to in college, it doesn't even feel like I'm going to school. It just feels like I'm just going to something just for fun. But they, you're with people and you get to do improv, you get to put up plays and then sometimes you get to create your own plays on the side which we're doing right now in like theater club yeah I love people in theater clubs every time I meet anybody in one they're so nice I think because just people are like I don't know it's just that they can express themselves more when they're on stage and stuff and when they go out into the real world they're just more I feel like open people if that makes any sense so what do you feel like the theater club is doing for you sarah just wondering like aside from taking the classes do you think it's um how important is it to have that kind of support with your friends around you 
I think it is so important to have all that support. I am actually the president of the theater club right now. At Ooh, my big college. jobs. It's really overwhelming too, because I have to deal with a lot of stuff, but I think it is so worth it because not only am I studying theater in school right now, I get to do it, you know, outside of school also, because the club is very separate from the classes. Does the club help you get outside of school actual productions that you are, um, are in? Yeah, it does. It, uh, like right now we're putting on, the theater club is putting on a cabaret show, which Ooh. is really great because we kind of all decided, we've always wanted to do it. And then we all, we finally put it together and we get to finally perform that cabaret show. And I get to be a mime in it, which I'm super excited to be because I love improv. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so for those who are stupid like me, what exactly is a cabaret show? <laughs> this cabaret show in particular is we're taking musical numbers from, you know, like West Side Story, musical cabaret, maybe some monologues, skits, and we're kind of just making it all in one. And we're going to go up on stage and perform it. And it, it's kind of a bunch of plays put together, just segments of plays. It's really neat dang must be really fun for the audience too to sing along to things that they've always loved and it's like things from different shows yeah yeah we're taking all the show favorites like Grease I mean like everybody knows Grease and stuff so hopefully everybody sing along with it (laughs) which do you like better being on camera or being on stage and uh, like how were your on camera experiences for you you know I if I had to choose in between the two, I would definitely choose camera. Really? Because, huh. yeah, I'm, I love theater. But, and then I kind of think, like, acting is the same, whether it's theater or camera work. But camera work is just so, it's so fun. Like, when I go up and do student films, you get to meet a bunch of people. You kind of get in this group where people will ask you again to come back and do more short films and, I love the whole getting ready, getting on set, recording. I love the movie business. Mm-hmm. So, Sarah, in the first segment, we were actually talking about this idea of show business and how it's actually a business. And since you're already 21, you're obviously probably starting to look for sources of income and stuff like that. <laughs> how has acting played a part in that? Like, is it easy to get jobs in acting or is it really difficult? Or what do you have to say about it? Well, as of right now, I'm just building a resume for my acting career, and I'm doing a lot of student films, and these student films are usually unpaid, but you really get a lot of good work out of it, because you need to create a reel, usually, and I've met amazing people through it, and so I'm pretty, I've just recently done a lot of films for students, because I waited a little bit until I was old enough to travel back and forth to auditions. So it's very tiring. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Film work is very tiring. Long hours. Well, what kind of of out-of-school productions have you been in so far that you mentioned you are now finally able to travel around and get into some auditions? Do you have any examples? Uh, for, For film? Yeah, basically film or theater outside of school and basically your first taste into actual show business. I've done student films probably for about a year, but I think the first real taste of when I went into the whole 
for show business was probably doing extra jobs. And I recently did this one extra job in July. And that was like the real thing. And I think that's really important to go on because you get to experience what it's really like and the long hours and stuff, but you get to see everything and you get to see the actors do their work and you can learn from them. So I would say that's the real, when I really got the taste of the first Mm -hmm. actual the real thing so sarah while reading your bio we stumbled across some slightly uh violent tendencies you could say (laughs) why don't you tell us about that (laughs) (laughs) oh my ninja-ness yes (laughs) well um i have been doing martial arts ever since i was oh like 11 years old and it's uh, Taekwondo specifically, and it is great, especially for auditions. It's really helped me because they're always like, we need a martial artist. And I was like, oh, I do martial arts, but I've been doing weapons. I mean, I have nunchakus, their size, their staff, all sorts of weapons. And I, I love it. I used to be an instructor for a few years and then school took over, but I love it so much. It's, it's kind so of my out. It's a female evil killer actor. Yes. Basically. Wow. Okay, that's my cue to go hide in a hole for the next three years. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> it sounds like something like, I don't know, I feel like it would come of use to defend yourself though. And like, you could have, it, it's kind of like you have superpowers in a way. I'm just saying. Because martial arts is something really cool to, like, actually know how to utilize. But also for acting. I mean, that must be really useful having something that not quite a lot of other females have, you could say. Yeah, it it really actually comes helpful to me because I, I think it kind of opened up more for me because I, I was a little shy in middle school. And ever since I started martial arts, it kind of got me out there to where I can go to these auditions and feel confident enough. That's, I think it helped me more in confidence overall, but at the same time, I could totally defend myself, which is super nice to know. <laughs> okay, so we're running out of time, but Sarah, one last thing. Can you, yeah. in one sentence, give a piece of advice for anyone who wants to go into acting who's currently a teenager in high school or something? Okay, if you want to go into acting, I highly recommend that you ignore any negativity anybody gives you. If they tell you, oh, acting is impossible, you'll never make it, <laughs> ignore them because it's not worth it. Do what you want to do. Very I was true. about to congratulate you. You almost made it one sentence. <laughs> almost. almost. I tried. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much for joining us, Sarah. I think it's a great Sarah. experience. And time for another quick break. So we want to thank Sarah Jane Allen for sharing her insights on the business of acting and professional makeup. And also to give a shout out to her mom, Starla, great name, by the way, who generously donates a portion of her eBay skills from her Good Earth store to Be The Star You Are every month. I'm Steven Zhao. And I'm Chandara Pashal. (laughs) Star and Starla. Just like we can all be stars. I'm great at using puns, puns now. Ha, so. ha, ha, ha. <laughs> Anyways, you're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids Network. Visit us at btsya.com. We'll be right back.
Yo, what's up, y'all? It's your boy Jacob Lattimore with a question from my fans on Voice America Kids. Do you have what it takes to be America's next young superstar? If you're the ages between 8 and 12 years old, then step up to the microphone. You could win $25,000 in cash, a recording contract, and a scholarship. So make sure you get your parents' permission first, then go to www.stepuptothemicrophone.com to enter. Peace. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. It's almost showtime. Tune in to Curtain Call every week for the latest happenings from the world of theater. It's news and reviews, both on stage and behind the scenes. If you've ever wanted to be a stage actor, theater director, or work behind the scenes in production, this is the show for you. Your hosts have been there and done that, and will answer all of your questions right on the air. Listen for Curtain Call. Weekly performances are happening Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Kids channel. What is No Added Preservatives all about? Well, it might be easier to say what isn't the show about. Your host will give it to you straight. His take on film, television, books, video games, and pretty much any other topic that comes up. He'll keep you safe and on top of the latest in media and let you know what to stick with and what to trash. Listen every week to No Added Preservatives, and each show will leave you wanting more. Tune in Wednesday afternoons at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. Now there's a new destination for video content, voiceamerica.tv. Just like our radio channels and so much more. Voice America Variety, Health and Wellness, Business, Sports, Green Talk, Power Up Motorsports, and 7th Wave Network now have their own video channel components. Plus, check out exclusive programming, including movies, music, educational courses, science and history, current events, and short features. High-definition, premier-quality programs available 24-7, voiceamerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us support. You. Looking for exciting video content live and on demand? Visit www.voiceamerica.tv for exclusive content you just can't find anywhere else. That's voiceamerica.tv. Tune in now. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Hey there, thanks for staying with us here at Voice America Kids. Our program is Express Yourself, giving youth across the world a voice to be listened to. My name is Steven Zhao. And I'm Chandra Pashal, and we're teen hosts. Now this segment, we are featuring Erin Greider, who has been acting and performing for seven years. She started in dance and fairly quickly added acting to her repertoire. Erin has studied with some wonderful mentors and was doing on-camera and print work when she discovered theater. Her first performance was in Music Man Jr. in the summer of 2009, and since then she has become a quote-unquote theater junkie, as we call them. She has been in over 15 productions, 12 of which were with the Magic Mirror Theater Productions located in North Hollywood. Erin is a 7th grader at St. Mark's Lutheran School. Welcome to the show, Erin. Hi, I'm glad to be there. So, Erin, why don't you just give us a quick summary of why you like acting? I know that's a 
big question, but just tell us what you enjoy about it. Um, I like acting because it just brings lots of energy to you, and it makes you feel better. And you get to go, you get to be lots of different characters, which is always fun. And you get to be in lots of different worlds and eras. So tell us about those characters, though. Like, have you played the evil woman before, or always the nice,、um, the hero, the heroine, or sorry, heroine, <laughs> <laughs> the hero of the story? Who have you played before? What characters do you like playing? Um, I've played a lot of characters in my year of theater, but I mostly play the evil characters because I find they're more fun than the princesses and stuff. Really, the evil ones? Yeah. I mean, just hearing your voice, I can't really imagine you as really evil. Yeah, I, like I being... know. I've been called like a Smurf and stuff, but I like playing the evil characters. <laughs> That's really fun.、Uh, what specific productions have you been in so far? Just any names and a, maybe a story from a production that you've been in? Um, sure. I've been in Greece and I played Frenchie, and that was actually one of the best performances I've ever had because when I was doing Beauty School Dropout, they were supposed to pull me up, and I had pink hair, and when they pulled me up too hard, and I flew up, and my wig fell off. Oh no! Was oh, that in the、goodness. middle of a show? Yeah. Oh my, that's. But everybody laughed, so it was fun. Yes, as long as everyone's laughing, I think we can all have fun. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. a lot of fun when that happens.、Mm-hmm. Um, so how do you like Magic Mirror theater productions, and like, how did you get involved with it? I just looked on LA Casting, and I auditioned for two of their shows at a time. And ever since then, I've been like in love with them, and I've become really close with the directors and stuff. What kind of productions、yeah. does the group do? They do all types. They do like musicals. They do interactive ones. Interactive,、okay. huh? Yeah, where like the audience, like I did one where it was a fairy tale courtroom, and the audience decided who was guilty. Oh, that's fun! Wow. Yeah, it was really fun. So, Erin, we were talking about in your bio. You've said that you've done both on-camera work and stage work. So, do you know which you prefer, the acting in a movie or the acting in a theater production? Um, that's a really hard question because、um, I've I was first trained in on camera and stuff, but recently I've been like in love with theater because I love the audience and all the energy that they bring to you. Yeah, definitely having someone laughing with you always helps. I would say. Yes. Yeah, the camera is so one on one. Yeah, and like you have to do it over and over again, but <laughs> on stage you only get to do it once. And if you mess up, you mess up. You can't retake it. Yeah, it's true. It's like I know people that have more fun because they also get to be、um, a, a lot more, like, have a bigger presence on stage than when you're just like with a camera person.、Um, but what what would be your dream role? Like, what role would have you always wanted to play? Um, I've seen Wicked about like four times. Oh, I love I that. Sh- not- love that one. Yeah. And I guess my dream role would be Glinda because I have the voice for her, and I love popular the song, and she's just a fun <laughs> character to play. So, have you done musicals before? Is that what you're saying? Have you tried singing in addition to acting? Um, I recently started taking singing classes, so I could like do solos and musicals and stuff. And I've played Adelaide, 
and Guys and Dolls, and that was my first um, performance where I had a song, like my own solo. So that was pretty cool. And how do you think that went? Did you really enjoy it, the singing portion? Um, yeah, I really liked it. I mean, it was different because I've usually just done dialogue, but I've had a lot of fun. It was awesome. Yeah, definitely. Well, that's actually an exciting prospect to be thinking of playing Glenda. I mean, she's a really well-known figure now ever since Wicked came out, like one of the stars yeah. of singing and dancing and everything yeah. alone. What yeah. about your future and other goals? I mean, you're 13. You're a seventh grader, Aaron, right now, and you're doing all <laughs> of this stuff. What are you thinking about doing, say, just in high school alone? Are you planning on going out for some big major roles? It's a really risky business, and I always thought of ha having a backup plan. So if it goes good, I'm cool with that. I'll do it. But if it doesn't exactly work out for me, then I've always wanted to work with animals. Work with animals. You sound just yeah. like our producer, Cynthia. She loved animals, and she was an actor. <laughs> really? I have 11 pets, so I love oh them. Oh, my God. How yeah. do you take care of all of them? <laughs> yeah, I would say so. Christmas, they had more presents than I did. So. <laughs> That's really funny. Yeah. You've had so sense. much training. Like, do you... Do you really have to continue classes? Is it you just keep building and building? Yeah, recently the theater has been like my acting classes because I've learned a lot like socializing and stuff. And I take on camera classes and improv classes there. And I would say you can always keep improving and learn more. Def so never stop taking classes no matter how good you are. Tell <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. hey, that to Brad Pitt. Oh, <laughs> Wait, I don't yeah. even really know. Okay, never, anyway. <laughs> hey, Aaron, you were talking about in the future, you, you kind of thought acting is a risky business. And actually, Shandara and I were just talking about this in the previous few segments about how show business is actually a business. Tell us about what your opinion is on that. Do you see it as a really risky endeavor or just something that is dangerous but not too dangerous, I guess? Well, it's... Like, if you enjoy it, you should go for it. But if, like, you should always have a backup plan. And, I mean, it's not too dangerous. Like, I mean, you will get hurt because you won't get, like, your dream role or something. Or you won't get the role you wanted. But you just have to deal with it and make the role you have the best role in the show. Mm-hmm. Okay, you are really mature for a seventh grader. This makes oh, okay. me sad. In my seventh grade, I was busy pouring water over all of the tables as a prank. What? <laughs> I'm. <laughs> okay, you are very impressive, Aaron. I will give you that much. Yes. And uh, what? Uh, going back to the business about how show business is actually pretty risky. What do you think sets you apart? Like, what special talent? What special? part of acting do you have that you're really passionate about and you think will take you places? Um, well, as much as I love theater and everything, I've been taking voiceover classes because I have the unique voice. And so hopefully y'all do something with that. Voiceover, huh? Voiceover yeah. seems fun. I always wanted to do that when I was younger. Yeah, voice acting. It, it is really fun. Wait, actually, Aaron, why don't you describe that for, uh, I mean, not all of our listeners know what that is. So what is voiceover? What is voice acting? It's when you go into a recording studio and read the lines, but you're not actually, 
like you're not on camera, like you play animated characters. So like the classic cartoons that we watch, Pokemon and stuff like that. You're thinking about that. <laughs> I, I might have something like that. Something like that. Ninja Turtles. Different yeah. show might be helpful. <laughs> hey, so Aaron, what advice would you have to give to other teenagers who are your age, maybe younger, maybe even older, that are thinking about getting into acting? Like, what would you tell them? Do your best, have fun, just put yourself out there, and hopefully you'll get noticed or something. Did that happen? Yeah, yeah, is that what happened to you? Basically, you had fun, and then seven years ago you were noticed, and ever since then you've been into it. Um, when I was like really little, somebody like a manager approached me to do a Skippy peanut butter commercial, but we didn't end up doing that. But then my dad put me in acting classes because I was shy. But ever since then, I loved it, and I had really so much fun doing it, and it's a big oh. part of my life now. Hey, how do you balance that with something like school? Then acting with school, <laughs> hard to say. You know. Like being in actual school where you go to school five days a week, I end up doing homework like really late at night. But I haven't had too many missing assignments, and I'm on principal's honor roll, so it's working out for me. That's great. Yeah, That's nicely done. Then hard to Thanks. balance such a lifestyle. Stephen wouldn't be able to hard. do it. No, I wouldn't. I would crash and burn pretty easily. <laughs> Well, Erin, thank you so much for joining us. That was great getting to know you and knowing about what you do for your community and for yourself and for everyone in general. Oh no, thank you. I had really much, so much fun being here. Awesome. Well, we're gonna take a quick break. Next segment, we'll wrap up the show with our final field reporter. You're listening to Express Yourself, an on-air global community where teens talk and the world listens on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm Steven Zhao. And I'm Chandara Pashtal. We'll be right back. Sometimes we may sound strange, but remember, we're just kids with opinions. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You just love your pets, but sometimes they can get to be a handful. And just when you think you have them under control... And that's when things get, well, crazy. For help, tune in to Paul's Around the World. You'll get the inside secrets on keeping your pet the friend it's supposed to be, along with stories to keep you warm and fuzzy. Listen Fridays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. Want to know what's going on behind the scenes with your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network host? How about what's new with our network? Make sure you check out the iRadio blog, a look at what's hot at Voice America and beyond. Visit www.iradioblog.com today. Get the inside scoop on every channel on our network, including breaking news, featured guests, blog posts from our hosts, and much more. Make sure you sign up for our newsletter for even more inside action. Visit iradioblog.com today and stay connected. There's so much going on in the tech field. The tech team is here to sort it all out so that you know exactly what you need to get and what you should avoid. In this age of cell phones and text messaging and new discoveries every single day, you need to be informed. We'll bring you previews of new products, technology news, and help you make the right decision when you are out there buying that new MP3 player, cell phone, or mobile device. Don't do a thing until you've tuned in to the tech team. Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. 
The longer you listen, the later it gets. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Hey there, thanks for staying with us here at Voice America Kids. Our program is Express Yourself, giving youth across the world a voice to be listened to. My name is Stephen Zhao. And I'm Chandra Pashal, and we're the teen hosts for this show. But we're not just hosts. I mentioned before the break that we'll be ending the show with our final field reporter. Well, guess what? I lied. Yes, I lied on international radio. <laughs> Steven, Steven, focus. I'm trying to act. Oh my goodness. Right. Anyways, well, <laughs> our listeners probably know Shandara and I as simply the team hosts for the show, but we have our own areas of specialty, you could say. Mine used to be music until our newest field reporter, Courtney Tran, stole it from me. Sad. You know, don't blame <laughs> other people, Steven. Just, you know, don't blame okay, other fine. people. I did give it to her. We had an argument about it. Not really. I'm making that up. See, that's acting. Not really. No, that's just lying, Stephen. That's just <laughs> lying. Um, but anyways, today we'll be debuting my personal field reporter segment on this show in perfect timing with the series that we began last week, The Tough Talks. The Tough Talks basically are exactly what they sound. Time discussing issues that prove to be difficult, uncertain, maybe slightly awkward for teens like to talk you. about. I'm ignoring that. I'll let Shandara tell you about it herself. Go ahead. I'll shut up now. Okay. Um, so for this week's Tough Talk segment, the, it's kind of about how it, how to really stop thinking that the media is everything. And it you can think so because, you know, it's always in your face. There are magazines everywhere pushing things about weight loss onto you and things on billboards and really risque ads and of course, television's a huge, huge, huge piece of that, and same with movies, anything, and the internet is has, like, taken over. So, basically, the media kind of makes it as though you're not cool if you don't do a lot of, like, things like drugs or have sex or basically do things that aren't really suitable for a teen, but um, it's kind of like pressure sits on the backs of teenagers these days, and it's gotten more and more pushy with it, I guess you could say. It's kind of hard to articulate. But my advice for people trying to deal with that is to, like, is to see what the media puts out as art and not a guideline for life. Not to imitate it, but to enjoy it in a sense that it just it's something to observe and look at, not sulk over because you aren't like that. So... So, Shandara, yeah. we'll jump back a bit, and I actually want to think about that. How do you think media gets to be an influence all of a sudden? Like, we aren't, okay, I guess we are born into the world of media, but we aren't born addicted to the television or the internet. So, do you have any ideas as to how people 
in the first place go under this influence of media? Well, I think it's much like um, it's it has to do with how I think your parents bring things to you. If you let your child sit in front of a TV for hours and um, don't really or let them at a very early age onto the Internet and not supervise it at all, they're going to be they're going to think that. I don't know. They're going to think that they have to stick to what they're seeing more as opposed to a parent explaining how the media works when they're very young and how to be smart about it and then let them onto things and see things. And they won't be bummed that they're not just like, you know, things like Gossip Girl or whatever. So I think a lot of it comes out of the home and how they're raised. Yeah, but even with supervision, you can't say that it's that effective, I guess. I mean, sure, parents can supervise, but wouldn't you agree, like, there's only a limit to how much the parent can do. The kid's always going to end course. up being exposed. The, of course, being exposed, yeah, but you have to learn that when you're exposed on how to actually respond to being exposed instead of being exposed to it and then just being like, well, I guess I have to imitate that now. You're going to have to be taught when you're how to handle it when you're exposed to something like that. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, so let's look at you and I now. I'm just going to tell the entire world out there that you and I are not druggies and we do, we're not addicted to drugs or alcohol or anything like that. <laughs> what do you see in your life that's different? How do you think you were able to not get sucked into this whole media thing? Well, I think it's, I think that my mom taught me a lot when I was younger. And she, one of the things she told me is that what every parent should tell a child or probably well, what you should hear is that you are your own person. You're not a part of a bunch of other people and you're not, you're an individual. And she kept promoting that when I was really, really young, like over and over again, like I'm an individual and I can do whatever I want. And I'm not a part of any kind of group. Even if I joined one, I'm still an individual. And I think what helped me with that was that it told me that since I am my own person, I just I need to go by my own rules. And part of the reason or most of the reason why people get into such bad stuff that a lot of other people do is because they don't think they're their own person. They think they have to conform to something just because they they just think going by somebody else's rules, which isn't even that person's rules, is what they need to do to be accepted. Because I think in the end, with all of these things, why people do the things they do is just to be accepted and they need to know that they're already loved without having to conform to something that's kind of like self-destructive. So your parents played a big influence on your life, you would say? Most definitely. Yeah. And I think that's that's how to stay out of things is really have really good stuff come out of the home and not feel alone and talk to your parents about things if you feel anything weird. Mm-hmm. So I want to look at this through the theme that we are discussing today now. In the past few segments, we've been looking at acting as a really great idea in the future. A little dangerous, For risky. Steven. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> a little dangerous, <laughs> risky in the future. But we haven't really looked at the side where the media takes control. I mean, as soon as you get to be a famous star, stuff happens. Like media starts going People straight get onto exploited. you. Yeah. And it's not right. Yeah. What opinions do you have about that? How do you think a famous actor would resist this idea of media temptation? Oh my goodness. It's I 
I've watched so many interviews with older child actors and they reflect on all the mistakes they've made. And I think, again, not to bring in people's parents again, but <laughs> I think at some point when people get really famous, like I'm like not just like I've done a few movies and like I'm talking about like they're always on red carpets and they're always at award shows and they're on TV shows, whatever. I think when your people's parents start to be in it just for the money and a lot of their money goes to their parents, even though there's a whole Coogan account thing. Like, weird stuff happens. And I think that they start feeling like they don't have anybody to go to. So they're heavily influenced by the young adults around them, the older people, whatever. And not all of those people are necessarily straight with, you know, their illegal usage of mm-hmm. certain things, I guess you could say. And they're influenced by older people and also with the media and stuff. And, you know, like when people like call Miley Cyrus fat and stuff like that, and she's really young and everything, she may be an adult now, but she's still really young. It pushes you to grow up faster and to realize that there's like people saying all kinds of things about you, no matter what age you are. And I think there's like a certain maturity that kicks in with those kids But I think there's also a bad side of maturity where they mature too fast and they get involved with stuff that adults are involved with. Do you have any specific examples? I mean, you're much more in tune with uh, celebrity uh, news and culture than I am. I think it helped a lot. If if, um, there's this interview with... um, Actually, it's both of them. It's Corey Feldman and Corey Haim, the two big 80s um, child stars and... That they that wasn't just their case that this happened. And they, with the drugs when they were 16 years old and, like, cocaine and, like, all of the adults around them all the time. And, like, I think it's, like, nobody's really, like, a figure to look up to. It's just, like, you're a child and you're really, really impressionable. Mm-hmm. So I think that would, if you if you watch the interview, like, if you ever had the time, just, like, look it up on YouTube. Then you would figure out, like, this makes sense. What would you say? You learned from that interview, though. I did. Yeah, I learned a lot from the interview. And Mm -hmm. before that, I had read some things about child acting is all because of all of the bad things that happen is because nobody had anybody to look to. So, yeah, and definitely, you know, I really like what you said about how we end up maturing a little too quickly. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's... uh, no matter what we think, it's difficult to resist social temptations and all of that stuff at and a young age. Especially if that's all year round, of course, you're going to adapt to that lifestyle. Mm-hmm. So, And then yeah. par- parental influence is also really helpful to have someone to really support you in that sense. That's basically what you need. <laughs> yeah, be role models for your children, not put your children in a group of people where you're just going to rely on them to basically raise your child because that's that's like not even doing your job as a parent, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, I guess we have to cut this off now, even though the conversation is getting really deep and interesting, but we'll go on to this in the future shows. Thank you so much for joining us here at Voice America Kids, and thanks to Star Style Productions for producing this show. And hey, back in segment three, we interviewed Aaron Greider, teen actor with Magic Mirror Theater Productions. If you're interested in that group, and if you live around the area and want to join them, be sure to visit their website at www.magicmirrortheater.com. And in addition, if you're interested in Sarah Jean, Jean, Sarah Jean Allen, who we interviewed in segment two, 
Check out her website online at www.perfectairbrushmakeup.com. Perfect spelled P-U-R-R-F-E-C-T. We are your hosts, Stephen Zhao. And I'm Chanara Pashal. And of course, it's been a pleasure bringing you our life-changing program, Express Yourself. And we want to hear your thoughts and we want to hear your questions. So you can email us at btsyateenradio at gmail.com. That's btsyateenradio at gmail.com. And check out our website at btsya.com. You can upload your creative works at our site for free, get involved with Be The Star You Are, and just know, we really appreciate your donations. And most of all, remember to express yourself. <laughs> Thanks for joining us this week on Express Yourself. Produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, be sure to visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Please join us again next Tuesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern, when teens talk and the world listens on the Voice America Kids channel. Until then, remember to express yourself. Stars that shine between the lines. If you would let yourself